Welcome to Just Chops and Podcast. And today we have Tina from the Forge Ahead Initiative. Well, it's difficult to say without losing my teeth. But um, yeah, and obviously my co-host and cousin David. And Tina's here today to tell us a little bit about what the Forge Ahead Initiative exactly is and what they do. And um, from what I gather, they bring through young bands, a mentor young bands. So can you tell us about it, Tina? Certainly. Thank you very much to you both for having having me on. It's great for me to be able to talk in this situation about the Forge Ahead Initiative, which is, is very, very new. We were actually born in the time of COVID. It's been a most peculiar journey. Um, I have been steering this part of the ship for about a year and two weeks, I think. Um, and the Forge Ahead Initiative is actually um, a mentorship branch of um, the overall umbrella organisation, which is the Forge Music Group, which is currently galloping along at a huge rate of knots and creating great waves in the rock industry. Um, so it, it's huge um, excitement for me to be involved in this and basically we have at the moment nine what we call next generation bands um, okay. because let's face it people like you and I we've been around for a long time and we've supported the rock industry and we've grown up with it but what happens when we've gone if we've got rock musicians they need an audience to go with them so it's not just about the musicians, it's about bringing along the audience too, the peer audience. So we um, initially, I was invited to scout for 10 of what I considered to be the most promising young unsigned bands in um, England, Scotland and Wales. It had to be mainland um, UK, <laughs> purely for logistical reasons. And um, we were looking at a sort of an age group as well, sort of um, average age, no more than about 26, I think. So, and that's actually going to drop next time round. The idea is that we take the, our bands for a year, obviously COVID got in the way. So um, the current cohorts have extra time because they haven't been able to go out anywhere or do anything and um, we try to raise their profile by introducing them and educating them um, with the help of industry professionals so that they don't get duped along the way um, and uh, it's a very exciting time. Mm. Yeah I can imagine I mean is there really much duping going on nowadays in the music industry because I mean there's no money to be made anymore and and I can't, I mean, I had this conversation uh, a few days ago with another band. I can't see why any band really is chasing a deal anymore when they can do a lot of it or most of it themselves, you know. It, it depends um, what we're talking about, really. Um, particularly at this, uh, uh, like today, this moment in time, um, people are wanting bands to go out for nothing. Yeah. You know, and that, and that certainly isn't going to happen. And we have um, a growing diary of some absolutely stunning opportunities for our bands. 
all of which are going to be paid for because these are people with a talent and their talent should be recognized and they should be able to receive payment for what they do yeah yeah but also um on on the downside of that i mean there's a lot of venues out there that don't really have a great budget you know to to pay bands i don't know how much you're talking about getting paid but even if it's like 100 quid and all your drinks for the evening obviously that's I think that's for a small music venue. That's probably pretty much the standard. But um, to, I, I can't see many venues asking them to play for free. I mean, there are some unscrupulous venues where you actually have to pay them, <laughs> yes. especially in London. You know, yes. Like, well, if you want to play, then you pay us. Uh, Absolutely, and and that's. I mean that that isn't the primary purpose of what we're doing, but it is part of. Part of what we do is making sure that the bands know what they can expect as a professional band um, and how to go about getting what they want. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we have the opportunity to have uh, webinars. We've got some fantastic um, brand ambassadors who support us and all sorts of wonderful things in um, along the way so uh, you know it's an, it's opportunities that they probably wouldn't have otherwise yeah and it's, and it's like you said it's it's knowing those contacts and introducing them to the right people as well isn't it yes. it's, you know a couple of the bands that we've um we've interviewed they've said you know we, we might have if, if we'd had it over again we might have done it slightly differently or we might have done it this route or whatever so a couple of the guys have said that that you know perhaps they wasted a little bit of time going down the wrong avenue and then um you know they found it eventually but um no i think that's really good because i know part of it as well is like you said you get them to to go to festivals which you know i i attend i'll be honest they're only local festivals to me that i go to but the exposure that bands get at festivals is excellent so you know i i tend to go and i it's not the headliners I go for, if I'm completely honest. It's normally the guys that are lower down on the bill, and they're the ones that I'm following because I tend to follow local bands. Right. So, And then when you're there, you get to hear other guys that you wouldn't necessarily normally come across. So, you know, and then I end up following them. So, for example, one of the bands was a, was a they're quite a young band. They're probably in their early 30s from Swansea called Buffalo Summer, and they played at the Steel House, yeah. And then we watched them, I think it was 15 times the following year because they're such a good band, do you know what I mean? So, you know, for me, that's that's why I like those festivals because I get to hear a lot of these up-and-coming bands. And do you know what? Most of the time, they're better than the guys that are headlining, to be fair, because they, they try that bit harder. Um, they, they practice a lot more, you know, and, you know, and they, they sort of like they're honing their craft, whereas perhaps some of the headline acts... You know, they, they perhaps take it for granted a little bit, maybe, and, you know, they're not as well practiced sometimes. Sure. Um, I mean, obviously, festivals are particularly hard uh, for us at the moment because what we would hope to have been able to do this year, there's absolutely no way we could because everybody's jumping in on what's left mm. from rolling over from last year and those that haven't happened this year will roll over to next year. So that has severely restricted what we'd hoped we could do um, in terms of accessing festivals. However, I will tell you that 
um, it hasn't stopped the fact that some of our bands will be appearing at some very big festivals next year. Mm. I can't tell you who um, and I can't tell you where, but I can certainly tell you that or if why. you go to some of the, uh, <laughs> or I can certainly tell you why, but, um, you know, next year, some of the nine bands that are with me at the moment will be on some very, very big stages indeed. That's good. And yeah, that's, that's good. That's the whole idea, really, that we want to raise the profile. We mm. don't tell anybody what they have to do. Everybody has a choice at every stage. It's about having information. It's about giving informed choices instead of bands having to feel their way in the dark, because it's such a big field to have to try and find your way through. Yeah. Um, and like Dave, you were saying about being at festivals and smaller festivals, you just don't know who's there. You yeah. don't know who's anywhere. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you can't let your guard down because it could just be that that particular day, someone in the crowd is the person that could change your the mm. direction of your band completely. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. You know, so... Um, so it's it's just us giving a little bit of guidance and support and putting some passion into what what we love, you know. Mm. Um, it, it's it's so so exciting. That's good. So, what which bands are you supporting at the moment, and what sort of genres are they? All rock music, or right? They um, they're all rock music initially. Um, when I went to get the bands first, I had two more than I've got now. I've only ever had 10 um, as a maximum. But when one of them, um, something happened to one of them, we then got another one in. Um, but what's happened is along the way, two of the bands that we've had already have already got record deals. Okay. And the idea is being with us they can come to us and say, look, this is what we've been offered. And we can say, well, you know, this is what, if this is what you want and this is how it looks, then you're free to go. There's nothing that binds people to stay with us. It's so that bands can come to us and ask, is it a good deal? Should we do it? Um, and so far we had um, a young band called Tortured Demon who very very young they were 13 14 and 15 when they came to us and they got a japanese record deal they're thrash metal and uh, they're definitely a band you're going to come across before long they're okay. fantastic up in the oldham area and um also a band called nova story um who have just got a record deal down in london so um now the remaining bands are they're quite a mixture they're all rock of some sort or another mm, okay but they don't necessarily play the same style of rock at all so um for example um we have stellaris who are a very individual band um from west yorkshire uh five young lads in their early 20s exceedingly talented and to see them coming out on stage, you would have no idea of the impact that they would have the second the music starts. 
we were in a recording session, in a video recording session at a time when that was possible and there were people in the room and the surprise was audible all the way around the room. I can't tell you what people were saying because I said I was going to behave myself. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, uh, look at these guys. But that's the impression <laughs> yeah. that they gave, all right? They're um, a bit prog rock or not? Yes, they are sort of. Well, yeah. they they wouldn't like us to call them prog, but okay. they're going they're they're harder rock and they're going towards they're they're in in a in a time of change because they've played together for a long time, but not as Stellaris, and they oh. haven't played live as Stellaris at all yet. Um, they have been a covers band for years as friends. And they started writing their own music, which is astonishing. Yes. And um, yes, yeah, so they're, they're, they're very heavy um, and very, very individual, but fantastic guys. So they're from West Yorkshire. Then we've got Madhaven. Um, and it's interesting because we have on in more than one band brothers. And we have in Madhaven, we have Alex and Tom, who are brothers, and then their mate Morgan. Um, they're from uh, the North Welsh coast and they're very much new wave of classic rock. They they had a bit of a following before they came to us. So everybody that we've got is at different levels and mm. we're not trying to get them all to the same level. We're trying to help them develop from the level that they started with. Um, and um, they're just about, the boys are just about to go out on tour with Haxon. Oh, cool. Um, okay. all the, well, you must know Haxon, Dave. I expect yeah. all-female band from down your way. Yeah. Um, and um, they're supporting Haxon um, on tour. Plus, one of our other bands that I'll talk about in a minute is also popping in on tour with them in Manchester for a, for a single gig as well. Okay, cool. Um... I'm trying to work through. Right, so then we go up to Scotland. We go up to the west coast of Scotland and we've got uh, a grunge band. And, um, you know, grunge certainly isn't dead. No. My goodness me. These, again, three young chaps um, and they have a real cool laid back grunge style. They're called Royal Bloom and um, they're coming down. In fact, they're coming down to play with Stellaris um fairly soon can't remember the date exactly but um if, if grunge is your thing they're worth having a listen um then we go to 28 double 28 double are from derby um and a really good mature rock band they're at the older end of um the cohort that we've got um, and so they're touching 26. <laughs> <laughs> and a little bit more, because it's average age, 26. Oh, right, OK, it's average age. Okay. <laughs> um, but um, they, they've they got a little bit of experience. They actually won Metal to the Masses um, or Battle of the Bands. They're going to tell me off, whichever I get wrong. Um, and they played Bloodstock a couple of years back. OK. They... Oh, um, and they play my kind of rock. They're, they're sort of really quite powerful driven rock from Derby. Great, 28 double. Um, these days, 
we only have one lady in a mid-star um, cohort, and I, I would very much be interested in addressing that. Um, it certainly wasn't intentional when we got the bands together before, um, but that's how it worked out. And that lady is Lydia, and my goodness me, Lydia is the powerhouse voice behind Thieves of Liberty from Newcastle. Sunderland, sorry, Sunderland. Oh, the Mackhams, are they? Um, Mackhams. Oh, yeah. We just lost a load of followers then. <laughs> hey, now then. Um, but um, they, again, they play that all the bands are original bands. Yeah. They, yeah. they can all play um, yeah. some fantastic covers, but we have them for their original work. And mm. uh, Thieves of Liberty, very rocky. Um, and uh, we you know, they're, they're already at the stage of being a great support band. They won um, uh, a competition, and now I'm going to get told off again because I can't remember which it was, Fireball, something to do with Fireball, and they won a tour with Less Than Jake. Okay. So it wasn't a drinking competition, was it? It wasn't a drinking competition. <laughs> a drinking no, Fireball. It was, <laughs> but it was sponsored by Fireball. Okay, Fireball, yeah, Fireball. yeah. Um, and uh, in fact, I'm, I'm in the Midlands and next week I'm going up to um, Newcastle. They're playing in Trillions next week and they're playing the Stormbreakers, one of the Stormbreakers uh, competitions um, with the chance to being able to win a place at um, Winter... Winterfest. Yeah. There's loads of people entering that, isn't there? Mm, well, they've 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 um, narrowed it down. Have they? Oh yes, yes. There's only four four or five bands playing at each venue now. Um, there's four venues throughout the country. Two have had to be done virtually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we've got Thieves of Liberty um, at Trillions. We've actually got one in the Scottish bands um, up at the Dreadnought in Bathgate as well, which I'll tell you about in a while. Uh, so Thieves and Liberty are up there and fantastic powerhouse band, really, really exciting, energetic um, and um, great fun, mm. great fun, really good. So I'm talking a lot. Do you want to ask me anything before I go on? <laughs> oh, keep going, keep going. Yeah, just okay. run through the bands and then I'm going to ask you a question. Right, okay. So... Um, Following Thieves of Liberty, we go down to Chelmsford for uh, Mercury Rising. Great band, again, slightly towards the more mature end. Mm. Um, Bit of rock blues. Yes, they, they've got a slightly more blues tinge to yeah. them. They, they don't concentrate on blues, but there's definitely a blues edge yeah. to them. Um, and they're starting, they're changing their style slightly to, to have a bit more blues. Um, and it really suits them. It really suits them. And we're getting them, they're, they're going up to the West Midlands very soon to support Flash, um, a Queen tribute, up at the Robin. Um, okay. And I think that's going to be their first big um day out after all this so uh, that's going to be a really cool day for them um then we've got backwards creek and backwards creek are different to everybody in as much as they're country rockers okay. now 
before we started this, if anyone has said country rock to me, I, I just wouldn't have given it the time of day. But I absolutely adore these guys. They are stunning. Um, I would urge anybody to look at their YouTube channel, particularly what they did during uh, lockdown, where they did uh, Creek Cave sessions, where they took some absolutely classic, classic songs, such as Wayward Son, for example. They also did... Um, School of Rock, um, and they they remotely recorded all these um, songs, and they are incredibly entertaining, and they have harmonies to die for. Yeah, I've listened to them as well. They're quite good. They are good. They've yeah. got a new single out on Thursday. I might as well plug it while I'm here. Yeah. Um, I know it will probably be gone by the time you air this, but on the 16th <laughs> of July, Mama's Prayers um, is the new single from... Um, Backwards Creek. Creek. Backwards Creek. Yeah. And then the last two are guys that came in after we um, said goodbye to the other two. So we've got Unknown Refuge. Now, Unknown Refuge uh, come up from Bolton and they have. I don't know whether you've actually come across it this year, but they've produced their their debut album, which has been absolutely lauded all over the place. In the recent um, new new wave of classic rock uh, poll for uh, albums of the first six months of the top 40, they were seventh. Okay. Which... uh, you know, for a debut album, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, for a band yeah. that I think average age 20. Okay, well, that's really good. And it's really and good. It's for the fans as well, isn't it? So that's really important as well. Yes, so. absolutely. And, yeah. you know, they they definitely will deliver uh, great, great songs. And Alex, their frontman, who tends to do their writing, he he's quite inspired by all things uh, mythical, um, Lord of the Rings style and whatever. And so his lyrics are really quite interesting. Um, and the album is almost a concept album. And it's, you know, for I I was just blown away by the quality of what was produced by such young people. Stunning work, stunning work. Um, and then finally, um, going back to Scotland again. Bad Actress. Now, Bad Actress are just about to start on a tour, um, a mini tour. They, again, are very young. Three brothers this time. Okay. okay yeah. um, you imagine that house, can't you? Yeah. Um, and they live out in the Highlands, which is probably just as well, I suppose, if you've got three boys playing that sort of music. Yeah. Um, fabulous, fabulous band. And they are, again, very, very different. They're grunge, sleaze, um, playing music almost of my teenage years. Yeah, yeah, very hair rock. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, they are the other band that is in um, the running for the Winterfest okay. um, show. So, um, but they're coming all the way down. They've got half a dozen dates, I think, three in Scotland, and then they've got three um, down in the Midlands with me. Um, Chesterfield, Sheffield and Nottingham at the end of July, beginning of August. Um, 
very, very exciting band to watch too. Um, I saw them live for the first time. Because, of course, I haven't actually met most of these people. Okay. Um, because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I saw them for the first time at a very small festival we did at Forge and Fire Productions uh, Promotions in the Lake District. Um, it was less than 100 people and it was a, a fantastic little tiny festival. And um, these young lads just absolutely blew the socks off everybody. They are very, very, very exciting to watch. Um, so we've got, <laughs> you know, you asked, I've told you, yeah, completely yeah. different set of guys, but talent like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah, I watched some of that Bad Actress uh, video, yep. to be honest, and I was looking at him, I was thinking, fucking hell, they're young, they're, they must be, about, the one guy looks about 14, I think, Well, the, the bass player, is it? Um, the, the drummer is, Lewis is 19, I think, and his brother, Chick, with the long blonde yeah, hair yeah, is yeah. 20 yeah. and the singer is their brother Vinny, he's okay. 21 so uh, yeah. you know all very close in age yeah yeah but the, I think it's the bass player he looks really young he's like he's, I think he's probably the oldest of all of them I don't is he? Know. He, looks, he looks like a little kid oh Alex <laughs> no Alex is definitely the oldest oh right okay because yeah. <laughs> I obviously I've spoken to a couple of them guys I've spoken to Chick uh, on the Facebook Messenger, because they're going to be the first band that we have on... Uh, Fantastic. ...from uh, Forge Initiative. But uh, what I want to ask you is, how did you pick all these bands then? Did you have a competition or...? No. How did no. you pick them? And how did you come across them even? Different case, uh, different scenarios in almost every case. Um, John Craig, who is the managing director of uh, Forge Music Group, he... He tasked me with going to find them okay. um, at a time when I couldn't leave home. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so it was an, it was interesting, but um, I had somewhere to start because up until then, because um, I'm a retired school teacher, so I've been leisurely laying about for quite a while. But I take. Um, rock photographs and I also had been doing uh, reviews and the like so for example bands like Novo Story I'd reviewed for them and Thieves of Liberty were one of the first bands I ever photographed three years ago okay um so I had somewhere to start mm. um and um I I'd set the criteria that we had hard and fast criteria that we had to work with in terms of what we might get in, if we might get funding or whatever. So the age was one criteria. The fact that they were unsigned was another. Um, mainland England, uh, mainland UK was another. And I wanted uh, potential for excellence across the board. And that's really what drove me to select the bands I did. Um, and in most cases, I found them myself. John had already, he had, he knew Stellaris, Royal Bloom and Madhaven because he had been planning Forge Ahead Initiative before he knew me. Um, and so he'd sort of got these guys in his sight. So he'd said, these will start you off, add to them. 
Um, and so that's what I did. And I scoured the internet and I listened to people and I talked to people. And that's how I came up with the bands I did. And I am extremely proud of the decisions I made. Okay, because what is the Forge Music Group exactly? Because it's not a record company, is it? No, it isn't. Forge Music Group, again, is new. Okay. Um, it's not two years old yet. Um, John Craig, my boss, um, is he's like me. He's a passionate person about rock music. And he had been in uh, the services and he had decided, having been a musician himself, having been a, a rock musician and the likes, that he wanted to help bands and he had been doing a bit of promotion beforehand. And I don't quite know what had pushed him towards developing the Forge Music Group, but the, the idea of the Forge is the fact that John was actually a blacksmith when he was in the services. Okay. Okay, yeah. So everything Forge is to do comes from that. Mm. But um, we have three strands, really. We have a management services, which John um, looks after. We also have Forged in Fire Productions. Sorry, I keep saying production. I mean promotions, Forged in Fire Promotions, which um, is a vehicle for getting our bands out and other bands that may not necessarily want to sign to us, but that we like and think fit with our bands. Um, so if you look at my posts, for example, you'll see at the moment we're going absolutely mad because we can get out at last. And so we're getting three and four bands together, um, getting them out. And I've so far been to two events that we've done and people have left open mouth at the quality of what we've, what we've got. You know, we've got um, in four jams, which is John's management services. We've got bands like uh, Gallo Circus, um, Circus 66, Suicide Notes, some, some incredibly, incredibly cool bands um, from, from your area, Dave, uh, Jamie Porter Band. Um, you know, we, we've got so much talent. Mm. And so John and I are driving this as much as we can um, and it seems to be working. Yeah, I've come across Gallows Circus. Yeah? A couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I actually asked, tried to get them on the show, but I don't think I've got any response, but I'm not I'm not really 100% sure on that. I can't say well, for definite. I might be able to help you if you, you know. Yeah, I was just thinking, I mean, if you've got all these bands signed to your management company, then uh, not only will we, get, will we put the young bands on, but we can also put the signed bands on. Yes, of course, you can, uh, you know, once we get one, it will, it will tumble over. So, you, you know, yeah, yeah. once, once you've talked to my guys, then, uh, you know, just let me know and I'll make sure you get. Yeah, yeah, we've already got, need. I've got a couple lined up now. So I've got Bad Actress lined up and what was the other one I've got lined up? I've got another one lined up as well after that. Good. But we're pretty we're pretty packed at the moment until the end of the month, to be honest. But oh, it's great. It's good to be busy, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. We, are, yeah. we are pretty busy, yeah. Mm. That's right. I've, I've definitely come across Unknown Refuge before. Yeah, yeah. They sound like, it sounds like a good name for a punk band, really, but... Yeah. I've oh, definitely, you couldn't I've, be further. No, I know. <laughs> I have come across them. Yeah? What did you with, think? Uh, yeah, they're good. Really good, actually. I did like them. So, Again, um, very young, very young. Average age about 20, 21. 
um incredible talent you know um and i i suppose i i bring to this the fact that all the way through my teaching career because i taught secondary school i was looking for talent in every way possible not just in academics and um so this for me is fantastic yeah and the fact is that one of the forge bands that's un under john they are two of them uh two of two of the band pretty babs one was in my tutorial at school and one got thrown out of his english classes every year uh, every week during his uh, gcses and had to come and sit with me oh, so, oh, right, okay <laughs> um you know so it oh it's just fabulous it, it's a fantastic opportunity um and we're putting everything we've got into the bands we've got at the moment because it's been very difficult. We obviously it's been very limited for us mm. to have much input. Uh, you know, we've been able to help in terms of what do you release, when, and so on and so forth, um, and promotions and various background stuff. But now is the time for us. So we're now working with these guys up until the end of next May. And at the end of next May, we will have um, a fantastic uh, festival down at the Patriot in Crumlin. See, it is Crumlin. Yeah. Well, that yeah. one is, yeah. But you, yeah. You, that, you've got a Patriot up where you are somewhere, I believe. Well, this is a Patriot in Crumlin. And um, all our bands will be there. All, all my bands will be there. And it will mm. sort of be like almost a, a graduation if you like their their grand farewell from us before they move on um and by that time we'll already have a new cohort in yeah, yeah and i was going to say you must be already you know even though you're keeping an eye on these guys you must already have one eye on the next lot coming in i might have yeah well well it makes sense <laughs> if you haven't then you, you do you're gonna miss the boat telling. i think no 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 i'm not, I'm not gonna ask you they are you know all right i'm not but, gonna tell but um yeah i mean you need to be prepared so uh, absolutely yeah but yeah i mean it's a great initiative to be honest i mean uh, you know it's just it's a shame that only you can only take 10 bands well we're you know there's only john and me yeah, um, yeah. you know we have we have one or two people that work with us in different capacities in terms of maybe promotions in terms of um photographic work artwork um and um, videography and that sort of thing. But in terms of hands-on band stuff, it's John and then it's me. Um, and uh, so we're quite limited. And to be honest, it's it's quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't mean there's only, I don't mean it's a pity that you can only, I mean, it's a, just a pity that, you know, a lot more bands can't come to you for, this, for the same sort of advice yeah. and stuff, you know. Sure, sure. But, if, if things go the way we want it to, down the line, the Forger Head Initiative will develop an education arm. Okay. That's what we ideally, I, we can't say for certain at the minute because who knows. Mm. But long term, that's really what we'd like to be able to do. We'd like to be able to go into schools and have the balance we've got um, some of their musicians being able to go into schools to be in inspirational for younger people and so on and so forth, you know. Yeah, I would love that, but 
I have, <laughs> I've had a more than a rant, I think, about the schooling system that being being so antiquated oh, on well, this show before, you know. I, um, I could I could keep you going forever on that. Oh, it's a nightmare. And to actually put a band in a school and, and have a lot of young kids then turn around and want to be rock stars just to be told by their teachers that they need to get a proper job when they leave school, you know, it's... Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because... All I ever wanted to do was be a classroom teacher, all I ever wanted to do. But um, there came a time when money was being put into what they call gifted and talented. Um, and for some reason, I decided I really needed to do that. I don't know why. My heart was in it. And I got the job. And every summer, I did a summer school. And I did some unbelievable things with I took cross-faced children from the age of eight to 13 and they were pupils that had ability in the area that I was looking at for the summer schools for example mm. and the final one I did was a rock school one of our dads um is I'm not going to say his name but he's a he was, well, he still is, um, a very famous session player. And he's been all over the world. He's supported some, some of the biggest names possible. And he was able to put together a package for me. Mm. And for the week, my 25 or 30 youngsters, they had that calibre of musician working with them. They had a songwriter. They had a videographer. And we had a green screen um and all sorts of things it's possible it's yeah, yeah. hard it's just very very hard yeah yeah i was just going to say for a summer school uh, idea i think it's, it's pretty good you know yeah it's, it's hard it's very hard it's like school of rock in it it's like yeah yeah you know in the summer absolutely oh yeah, yeah it's a good idea i would have loved for a you know for some bands to have come into school when i was in school you know we never we never really had that opportunity. We did have kind of like um, maybe sportsmen coming in and having a chat. Do you know what I mean? So we, we, we certainly had that in comprehensive school, but never any, uh, you know, musicians or... There's or no anything. difference, is it? No. It's no different to getting the sportsmen in. No, no different at all. So, yeah, uh, but you went to Lantan and Dave. I mean, we did music in uh, Fairwater. Yeah, we, we, we did because <laughs> we had... Um, our sports, I guess our sports teachers were, you know, they were ex-cricketers and, and ex-football players and they had played for Newport County and things like that. So that's probably how they managed to, to mm. get people in, I guess. Right. Hey, pussies. We had rugby players, so teachers. <laughs> <laughs> now then, boys. Okay. Well, we players and football players. Flip it, heck. <laughs> Cobner was there before, but he was an ex-rugby player, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was when in our school Used to get kicked out everywhere, I think. Yeah, so, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> but um, no, to have you know, because I, I was saying, I think I've said on previous podcasts that like music was never encouraged really for me when I was in school. Do you know what I mean? And um, I said to Terry, didn't I? It was always kind of like you had a, a certain brand of child that did art and did music. Do you know what I mean? And then everybody else did it, all the mainstream stuff and all the sciences and all that. And it's kind of like years later where I wish I'd been encouraged to have done music because, you know, when I'm trying to learn guitar now, I think at my age, I'm way too old to be learning it. But if I'd learned it at 
12, 11, 12 and started learning it. Do you know what I mean? It's just a lot easier. Like you said, you get an education. So and you hmm. you're never education. too old though, Dave, never too old. No, I know. I know. I am. <laughs> too busy maybe, but yeah, not too old. It's just not working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard work, man. Like I said, your head, I think your head's too full of stuff as you get older and uh, yeah, nonsense. My head's full of. I'm and mine too, but. <laughs> but yeah, I look. I just jotted down the festival that you said about in, in the Patriot. Yes. That's in, that's in May next year, yeah? Yes, it is. It will be May Bank Holiday weekend next year. Okay. I'll have um, I haven't got it confirmed, but it's possibly going to be branded the Ascension Festival. Okay. But. I haven't got that confirmed as yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll just keep my eyes open, and then mm. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll look for the for the bands on there as well. Oh yes, please. David will be there with his microphone. Yeah, that's it. I, I said I, I, I'm a massive supporter of local venues and, and local bands, you know, because it, it does frustrate me sometimes that a lot of these original artists don't get the support from the fans like cover bands do. And we were talking about that before Terry, weren't we? Because you know, a lot of people would rather go and listen to somebody mess up ACDC or Guns N' Roses rather than hearing people singing original music. And I yes. don't know why. I, I don't get it. I don't quite understand it. So, no. um, you know, for me, original music is, is far better. And you can, you know, because I'm learning guitar, I can appreciate how good these guys are as well, you know, when they're on stage playing. And then, like you said, with the songwriting, you know, I wouldn't have a clue where to start. So um, mm. yeah, it's it's good. It's, I oh, think well, it's good. thank you. It's it's that that's a really healthy attitude, and it's great to hear because we don't hear it so often. And as you say, you know, <laughs> it's it's the classic. Do you play Wonderwall? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, no, I know. Every um, numpty asks that, don't they? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Isn't it? Yeah. Do you, um, you help the guys with merch as well? Because I, you know, a lot of people that we speak to, I know a lot of bands make some revenue out of merchandise is that something yes. you can help them with and put them in contact with for yes yes definitely stuff? definitely all all aspects um you know the idea is we try and cover as far as we can um all aspects of the business uh, we've got so many people on board from so many different areas um obviously we've got some fantastic big names um we have people like um Pete K. Malley, for example, who does all the um, comparing at the big festivals. And so he's very well connected, very well known. Um, and he comes and does a great deal of work for us. Um, and he, he's really good. Obviously, he's a teacher as well. So he's, he's great at, at inspiring people. Um, we have the lovely Anna Stella who is a fantastic music journalist, again, with... Um, great connections and um, certainly some of the things that are happening for her hopefully are going to be extremely useful to us. Yeah, in, and she's going into TV, I think. Yes, yes. I heard, I've seen uh, something uh, about uh, recently about a, like, a TV programme or mm -hmm. a radio programme or something. And, uh, Television. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, in about November time, I think it's going to be recorded, a pilot. Okay. Um, you know, see how it goes from there um you know we're we're all interacting and all involved in all sorts of things along the way we have rebecca downs um fantastic blues singer 
we have uh, Ryan Anthony from Riders Creed. You know, loads and loads of great names. Steve West, Stevie Westwood from uh, Bad Touch. Bless his heart, he um, he did a fantastic little cameo for Thieves of Liberty during lockdown. They were doing a a collaboration, and they'd done their own arrangement of Get the Funk Out, and um, they'd got in touch with me and said, did I know anyone who might be able to play various instruments and whatever? And I managed to find them who they wanted. And they and I said, have we got anybody else? And they said, we'd love Stevie Westwood. And I said, well, let's see. And um, bless him, he did an amazing job. He said, oh my God, he said, it's my favorite jam. He said, I'd be happy to do it. And um, if you look at Thieves of Liberty, get the funk out, you'll see Stevie along with all the others in his little box absolutely right, okay. doing his thing and just loving it and and with that sort of support how lucky are we yeah 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 well you named two really good bands there you know and they've and they've played on big stages as well you know so i've seen bad touch up at steelhouse festival and yes um, and riders creed were up there as well and i've seen riders creed supporting i think it was toesland maybe in 2019 so they're doing good things as well and ryan's a great guy yeah he's amazing. yes he is lovely yeah. and dave you're friends with pete yeah we, yeah we know pete. everyone's <laughs> friends with pete yeah 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 we have pete on the show uh, yeah he's a great guy pete he is he's smashing yeah they, and that's you know pete did say that mind on his when he came on he said how um as, as a comp here he, he sees how all of these bands interact with each other and you know the I don't know what the terminology is, but obviously you've got the high billing bands and the lower billing bands or however, whatever terminology you use. But he said, you see these guys interacting with each other and helping each other, you know, carrying each other's equipment. He said that doesn't see this, with the exception of maybe one or two bands that he's come across, there's never any ears and graces and there's never any kind of like egos backstage, which is great, you know. So, you know, these young bands that, you guys are representing you know they, they should when they start getting into these festivals they're going to have access to people like this which you know and like you said it'll be inspirational for them and you know they can talk to them after the show you know understand what sort of journeys they've been along it's um yeah it's really good it is good yeah it is and uh, you know these people are already out there and working on our behalf you know we've um thieves of liberty for example are going down to london um and um i can't tell you who they're going to support now i know who i want to say but i might get it wrong so i don't want to offend anybody oasis um, are not coming back are they pardon? i said oasis are not coming back are they? <laughs> <laughs> no um but we've we've got bands interacting with um oh dear um ashen ashen reach and um oh really big at the minute <laughs> i can't remember but but we you know big new newish names mm. are bringing our bands along and involving them and having them on support and that sort of thing and it's just fantastic you know it really is it's people saying we know what that was like we've been there you know and and yeah that's just fabulous yeah well everybody starts somewhere you know well they do and and the beauty of what we do doesn't cost anybody it doesn't cost the balance a penny okay 
it's completely not for profit. Um, you know, they don't they don't pay anything. And that's you, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, it's it it all comes to them for free, and that's valuable. Yeah. yeah. Have you struggled with funding in, uh, during the pandemic? Well, I'll be honest with you, that's John's baby. Ah, so okay. I can't really talk about it very much. Okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very much hands-on with, with the young bands um, and anything in terms of administration and that sort of thing is, you know, and, I, and I'm very grateful, actually, that's John's, that's John's baby and that, that makes me very happy. I, I, yeah, do, yeah, yeah. I do the nice bits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it keeps you stress-free. Well, unless a band falls hmm. out and yeah, has an well, argument. They're people, up. aren't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. so, I mean, we've had Nova Story on as well a few weeks ago. They're great fun, great fun. Yeah, um, yeah, they're a bit hectic uh, <laughs> non-stop at the time. I mean, yeah, we, did, we actually recorded two interviews because the first time we recorded with uh, Ducky oh, with and... No, no, Ducky and... The guitar Imogen. player? What's the guitar player's name? Ben. Ben, yeah. yeah. Yes, it was Ben, yeah. And it was, it was a bit of a logistical nightmare, actually, because it was the same day as their new single came out, Bad Tattoo. Right. So they were a bit all over the place. And yeah. then uh, a few weeks later, we actually recorded with the whole band. Yeah. Right. But I'd just been diagnosed with COVID, so <laughs> I wasn't feeling too great either. <sighs> and, uh, yeah... But yeah, they were okay. Actually, they were good people. And um, yeah, Imogen was very good, wasn't she? She was. Yeah, yeah. She was kind of like you could tell she was the spokesperson really for the band. She's uh, she's stunning. Very, yeah. She's stunning, and they, you know, they will make their way. There's no doubt about it. And it's it's lovely to think that, you know, these people have touched our lives for a little while and got moved on. And that's the whole idea. We want to be able to move our bands on from where they were to where they might be. It yeah. may not be where they really want to go, but it will be on the way. Yeah, giving yeah. them a helping hand—that's the thing. Yeah. Well, did they come to you with the to show you the deal that was offered by Regent Street? Then they they told us that it had been put to them. Okay. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything is open all the way. You know, there's nothing hidden from anybody. Yeah. Um, you know, and we encourage fans also so that. From that very point of view, if they, if any of the bands are made an offer, they can feel comfortable enough to come to us and not feel that we're going to put them off. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, we're just going to listen to them and talk it through. Yeah, because yeah, they well, make the decisions. Yeah, we spoke to another young band um, a few days ago called Survive in December. And they've also just signed to Regent Street. And it sounds a little bit similar to what you guys are doing to me. It doesn't really sound like a record deal, but it sounds more like a development deal. Okay. That's I don't the... know that name. Yeah, no, they, they'd never hear of you. They're from, where were they from, Dave? I can't remember, no. But um, I so I didn't really crack them for the nuts and bolts of the of the deal. I, I mean, obviously, this, this label's not throwing any money around. Um and I, it's, to me, it just seems like it's a bit more of a development deal. And that's, it, it struck me as it, because I asked them if they'd heard of you guys, and they were like, oh, no, we've never heard of them. And I thought it might have been a good idea for you to get in touch uh, with you, Tina, and see if they could pick your brain a little bit, you know. 
Well, so, people do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I don't mind at all. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the, I, I, I'm not sure what's going on. I mean, Nova Story were quite excited about it. Signs of Reading Street, they said they were really ethical. It was a really ethical company and blah, blah, blah. I mean, all it right. It suited but, what they wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I said it's, but it seems a bit more like a development deal rather than a record deal, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't like to say really. Um, no, I mean, no, no, I wouldn't. Things are, you know, things are really moving for Nova Story and, and they will, they'll, you know, they will just go from strength to strength. And if it means that they move from one place to another to another to get to where they want, you know, they they will because they're that sort of band. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, what was his name? What was his name, Dave? That Dougie guy, James? Yeah, James. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's the original band member, isn't he? That's right, yeah. 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 I, I think he is probably the driving force behind everything, to be honest. He, I, I, you, you've got Imogen as the spokesperson, but I think James is... Uh, James and Imogen are, are engaged to be married. They're yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. To be reckoned with. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they've just are. built the studio and who's an dogs amazing that place. Yeah, amazing. has ever been there or? No, no, because again, oh, because of COVID. All COVID. Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. been done. You know, they didn't finish till um I don't know what point, but it was certainly during COVID. Um, you know, so uh so much hasn't happened yet because yeah. of COVID. I know. It sure like as hell will. It sure as hell will. Yeah. Um, you know, we are motoring um, in the Forge Ahead Initiative and the Forge Music Group as a whole. We are, you know, I've, I've, been, I've been out, as I said to you, I've been to two different events and the amount of people that have said, oh, hello, Tina. Yeah, I know you, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, okay, I don't know you. And they say, but we know you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think our, it's just that our brand has an appeal. Yeah. Um, we are very open and very honest. Uh, we don't stand for any rubbish. And, um, you know, people know what they're going to get if they come to Forge. Yeah, yeah. I used to get that a lot. People used to say that to me a lot. I know yeah, you. I know who you are. And I was like, I don't, I've got a clue who you are. <laughs> I mean, so much so. I was walking through Chinatown one day in San Francisco and two people actually came running up to me and they were like, ah, oh, we know you, you're so-and-so's friend. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally random. I was like, and my mate turned around to me and he's like, fucking hell, you know every, people everywhere. <laughs> well, I don't know them, but they know me. It's unusual because... Um, Having been a teacher, my, you know, my family always say, "Oh, you know everybody," mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. and you know, I still know, I'm still in contact with people I taught nearly forty years ago, you know, and I do know people, but this is because it's a completely different playing field, isn't it? It's all virtual at the minute, and yeah. so people have a virtual presence and they they see your virtual presence, so they think they know you. Yeah, yeah. So when true, I, yeah. You know, when I was at, at this little little tiny festival the other week, two people on two different occasions came and said, Hello, Tina. It's really nice to meet you in person at last, you know. And I I'm not used to being lost for words when someone comes to me because I usually know who it is. And I was completely befuddled. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean I'm the same mind, 
<laughs> who are you? I don't, you know, I'm awfully sorry, but I don't know who you are. But uh, yeah, it does. It does happen. It's fun, you know. From a very personal point of view, I have to tell you, I'm having the best retirement anyone could wish for. Mm. You know, um, it's it's been my sanity yeah. during COVID. There's no doubt about it because it's given me a focus and it's given me a focus for something that I love and have a passion for. Um, and it's just meant that I I can continue to help people, I guess, like I've always done. And so yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah that's great. Oh, that's yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's really, good. Good. really good initiative. It's great. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Really good. That's great. All right. Well, I've got a story, but uh, I don't know if you want to stay on for it, Tina. I'm here. Yeah, all right. Well, right. I'm gonna. I mean, we had a, we went into a bit of a ghost uh, a ghost story yesterday. We did, yeah. <laughs> but I've got a different sort of story to tell. Okay, oh, tell I was me just story. Re- I was just reading it on the thing. Well, there's there's this there's this woman called Abby Bella, and she got pretty bored in the pandemic, and uh, she got fed up with like dating online or whatever. Obviously, she couldn't go out of the house, so she started imagine started to imagine that she was that she could. If she could, she would like to date an alien. I don't mean somebody from China. I mean a proper <laughs> alien, you know. An extraterrestrial. An ex, an ex yeah. <laughs> Lucky you said that right, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she, she started going to bed at night. She started dreaming about dating aliens. And, uh, and before she knew it, she said she, <laughs> she had a voice come to her in the night and she said, Meet me at the meet me at the usual place, and then uh, we might have a date. So she went she went back to sleep, and then a couple of days later, <laughs> she it's obviously in her fucking dreams, isn't it? Because she she went back to sleep again, and she met this guy. Or actually, she was an alien. He was an alien in her dreams. It must have been because this was her usual place. But then before she knew it, they came in the flying saucer over her house, and they took her away in the flying saucer. Right. So now she's up in a flying saucer with these aliens and uh, she's obviously decided she's going to get a crush on one of them, but she can't actually see them because they're, they're sort of like in a hazy in a hazy background because they said, well, we're not allowed to show you ourselves because we might scare you too much. <laughs> so she's like, oh, okay. I don't know. But anyway, she went and she fell in love with one of them and one of them fell in love with her. But in this alien spaceship, the alien told her it's really taboo for me to fall in love with you because we're not allowed to fall in love with humans. But because you're so beautiful, and on this occasion, I'll forget about the rules <laughs> and we'll have, an, we'll have a relationship. And then she thought, hmm, okay, well, I'm in this alien spaceship. Do I really want to be stuck in an alien spaceship for the rest of my life or do I want to go back to Earth? So... <laughs> So after 20 minutes, she decided she wanted to go home. <laughs> so how much prescription medication was she on then? <laughs> I don't know, maybe she had a fever on the COVID, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds a bit like um, cross between Back to the Future and Earth Girls Are Easy with Jeff Goldblum on it. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, there's some wacky people out there, and it's just like. (laughs) Well, I never. (laughs) So she said that uh, making love with aliens was out of this world, 
so predictable. So predictable. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. These people. You're obviously up, feeling but... better now, Terry. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I, I mean, um, I'm yeah, doing phys- physio twice a week. Yeah. But I do my physio now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I, I like lost all the strength in my legs. And um, yeah, it's a funny illness and it affects you all different ways. And mm-hmm. obviously I had a, a problem with chest for a while. So that's cleared up. But the last few days, my cough has been coming back. But I think they're mainly because I'm getting a bit more tired because uh, I've started back to work right. for a few hours uh, every other day. And um, yeah, but I think that my look, I just lost all the strength in my legs. And I, now I've got a physio on my legs and uh, for my legs. So now they're building me up. I have to walk. I, I walk a little bit extra. And today I like walk for 20 minutes, four sets of five minutes, because I go yeah. I go dizzy all the time. So if I walk for like six or seven minutes, I start getting dizzy. And, and it's like, whoa. So um, I did four sets of five minutes. And then I had to go on the leg press. And I did three sets of 15 reps with a measly 45 kilos. And then uh, I, when I came home, I was so, so exhausted. I was like, oh, I need mm. to have a lie down, you know. Mm. But we're getting there slowly, so uh, it's building up and building up. I mean, I started on thirty kilos or something, so uh, that's not bad. Then it's going, it's going better. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a bit for me. It's really depressing because I used to do, <laughs> I used to do bodybuilding and uh, oh. I used to move a lot of weight, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, now uh, now I'm like a fucking newborn, and by the time I finish, I'm like Bambi on ice. So <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Like, so yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare because he was he was my big cousin when we were growing up, and if yeah. anyone could pick on me, I used to send Terry to go and duff him up. <laughs> the other way around, until he gets himself back to normal. <laughs> Fantastic. No, I'm hiding behind my keyboard. <laughs> That's the sort of relative you want. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it, it just gets a bit frustrating. I mean, the last time I was there, um, Thursday or Friday, I was so down on myself you know mm. and my physio was like well it's just it's just going to take time you know I mean some people never ever recover and I was like yeah. don't say that you know it's like but uh yeah I mean generally I feel okay but I just get tired really quickly and like I said I keep going dizzy all the time sure. after 10 minutes or so and then it's like oh then I just need to lie down but that in the UK with the with the jabs yeah. yeah, well, I've got I'm, I'm booked in now for my vaccination uh, next week on Wednesday. So, so you've not had your vaccination yet? No, no, I was due to get it. Right. And my girlfriend was due to get it on the Wednesday before I caught COVID because I caught COVID from work, I believe, right. allegedly, I must say, because there was like over two hundred cases in work. Mm-hmm. And I complained about it to my boss as the cases were rising, and he kept fobbing me off, saying, "Oh, they." They're going out on the weekend and then they're coming back. Well, he couldn't go out because nothing was open, you know. Mm. And he was saying, oh, no, they're going out on the weekend and then they're coming back with uh, with COVID and spread it in work. So, yeah, it was just a, just a mess up situation. And then I caught it and then I phoned my work and I said to my boss, look, I've caught it in work because we are really safe because my girlfriend's got diabetes and stuff. Yeah. So we keep ourselves really, really safe. And my girlfriend hasn't got it. Mm. So where did I get it from? Mm. Mm. And then he had to make a, a, a report then. Yeah. So yeah, it's just messed up. But it's going the wrong way again over here now. 
they've started introducing, uh, I think I spoke about it on another show the other day, was that they've started introducing uh, tighter restrictions in cafes and bars. Okay. Uh, now they've got to shut at 12 o'clock again. Uh, social distancing has come back in. Really? Uh, the way it's going is going to be, uh, yeah. Germany and France have just started to tighten up as well. But I saw on the news today. You've, but you're not as far down the road as we are with the vaccination programs, are you? We are, yeah. In Holland, we are. You are. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah, we are. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I spoke to David about this uh, off air. Actually, it came on the news yesterday, yesterday morning when I took my daughter to school, that a woman in Belgium died from COVID over the last few days and they did an autopsy and they found two different variants in her bloodstream. Oh, crikey. So, I mean, that doesn't bode well in my eyes. No. If you've got two different variants completely attacking you, uh, there's, no, there's no hope. <laughs> so, Well, we have to have hope, don't we? We can't not have hope. No, no, I know we have hope. I mean, I, I mean I've, I'm really grateful that I got through it okay and my girlfriend got through it okay, but my girlfriend, mm. uh, we think she had it last year in February right. when there was no testing me. I mean, it, yeah. it hadn't really broken the media yet and she was really, really ill. Mm. And we think that she caught it then and we think it's carried over now. So she's had sort of long COVID for over yeah. over a year and she's caught it again. When I, just after I caught it, I tested positive, then she caught, so she tested positive three or four days later and it's knocked her back mm. a long way, you know. Yeah. Now she's exhausted again and... Uh, but yeah, it's just not a good thing to catch, no. especially our age. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad I'm double jabbed, I am. So, um, you know, I was lucky enough. Well, I don't believe I've caught it, although February in 2020, I was very, very poorly for a fortnight, but I just put it down to having flu. Yeah. Wasn't really that well known at that time. Yeah. Um, but maybe I, ha I had it then. But, um, you know, like I said, we've just been really, really careful. And, and thankfully, you know, we've been OK. And I've had both my jabs. I got my card and I'm starting. I'll be going to my first festival in a week or two's time. Which is oh, yeah, yeah, they are. They are making us do the um, lateral throat test before we yeah. go, which I think is great. You know, I know. Yeah, I'm with you. There's people on Facebook complaining about it, and I'm like, no, well, whatever they want me to do, I'll do. Do you know what I mean? If I if it means I can see live music, I'm more than happy to uh, yeah to go along with everything. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I can't wait to get out and see some live bands. It'll be awesome. It's going to be great. I can't wait for you to see some live uh, Forge bands either. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep my eye because I said we I used to be out twice a month. You know. Mm look at watching bands it was mainly sort of south wales or bristol to be honest that was kind of like my stomping ground yeah really local to me um and then i go to planet rockstock in traco bay yeah pretty much every year and also steelhouse festival as well which yeah. are two fantastic festivals and you know on a thursday night there they have some of the lesser known bands you know yes. you know it'd be good to see some of your guys you know being able to get and then what happens once they've played on the Thursday, a lot of the time those guys then end up playing on the bigger stages, which is really good. Absolutely. That's oh yes. That's what mm -hmm. we want. Yeah. I'll keep my eye open for the for the one next May and now we'll pop up the Patriot and see you guys. Are you going? Oh yes. Yeah. Definitely. Well,
yeah so she'll definitely be there i'll be good yeah fantastic yeah it's been lovely speaking to you guys thank you so much for for having me um it's, it's just really nice i mean i i love to speak about what i do um and the more people that know about it hopefully the more bands sort of come into my vision so i've got greater choice Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's lots of them out there that need some help. So, uh, you know, long may it continue. And I hope you guys are really successful. And like Terry said, you know, it'd be nice if you could grow and maybe start, you know, 15, 20 bands a year. Do you know what I mean? Who it's knows? Great to see that. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? Once once things have changed a bit and once we've been established a while, there's no telling what's going to happen. Yeah. That's yeah. Fantastic. It's really good. Nice job for me in my retirement. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. Take the uh, Dutch, your Dutch arm. Gave it, gave it yeah. <laughs> hey, you never know. Honestly, you know, I've I've given up thinking about. Oh, well, it might be a bit daft because actually, if it's if it's a bit daft, chances are it's worth considering. So yeah. uh, who knows? Yeah, like this podcast. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's just having a laugh, talking to each other. That's all right. That's the whole point, isn't it? It's great. And people love podcasts. Yeah, I mean, we're a bit late getting into the game, I guess. But, uh, I mean, it's still a growing a growing thing. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, we're, but we're just trying to, trying to... I mean, we started off just talking to each other with a view to having, like, the odd guest on now and again. Because we were just going to talk nonsense to each other, which we normally do. And then, uh, yeah, it's just turned into, like, we have guests on. I mean, I'm recording, well, this week I'm recording four to four days. So uh, we've got guests every day, you know. Marvellous. And we're speaking to some really, really nice, genuine people, to be honest, which is it's really good. So uh, That's encouraging, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've met some great people already. You know, like people like yourself as well, Tina, to be honest. Oh, that's nice to know. Thank you. Very yes. Nice. So thank you for visiting us today. An absolute pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you very much for letting me come. And um, I'm really excited that you're kindly going to speak to my guys as well. So if you need anything in terms of uh, getting in touch with them, just let me know. Yeah, well, yeah, but uh, I, I, a couple of them already, well, you've already put me in touch with a couple of them. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we just plan. I planned... I, I definitely, I've definitely got bad actress in the diary. I'm pretty sure I put another one. Oh, I can't remember which one. Or the second band that you sent me. But uh, yeah, like I said, we're pretty full now until the end of the month. So uh, lovely. Well, we're going to be again. here. You know, just shout. Yeah, yeah, it's no problem. We'll get them all on eventually, and then uh, they'll probably be able to come back around again. I mean, wonderful. Yeah, so, well, that's, that's what we like. So you know, some of the guys that we've been speaking to, they're talking about. They got an album coming out at some stage, right? So it's nice to to get to know them now, and then when their album comes out, we can talk about their album. And you know, there's a couple of the bands that we'd like to keep coming on because we can, you know, we'll see them grow as well, which is great. That's really, really good. That's really good. Well, Bad Actress have got an EP that's um, going to be out in time for the tour, um, so they'll have plenty to talk about there. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Oh, I, I'm just going to ramble a bit now, but I messaged the band the other day and they were like, oh, no, we don't want to come on yet. We, we've got some stuff in the pipeline and we think it'd be better to talk about it in a few months. And But, I mean, I'm a, I, for me personally, I don't know how Dave feels, but 
I like to talk to a band. I'd, li- I'd like to get them on first, get to know them, get to know them as people. Yes. And then when they do have something to promote, they can always come back on, you know. I think it's a more sincere way of doing things. Absolutely. And it's nice to get to know people, build a sort of a, a I mean, it's only an online relationship, but, you you know, you can talk to them, enjoy their company. And then when they go off and they do their thing, they can always come back and say, oh, look, Ter or Dave, you know, we've got an album or we've got a single or, and they can always come back and promote it any time. So marvellous. I, I mean, that's that's my my vision of this podcast, to be honest. Fantastic. Well, if you watch my news feed, you'll be seeing when everything's on its way, um, you know, so you can always jump in on them again and, yeah, yeah. you know, pull them out. So Yeah, I mean, like I said, once we've interviewed them or whatever, spoken to, I don't like calling it interviews, to be honest, but once we've <laughs> once we spoken to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. David interrogates them and I just throw a goose at them. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, once you've spoken to them and you know got to know them, then uh, yeah, they you know, they're always welcome to come back. So definitely. That's smashing. Well, thank you very, very much indeed. And it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you both. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Tina. Oh, and it's a, I, I think the incentive is awesome. It's really, really good, the initiative. I like it. Thank Best you. Good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Very good. Okay, thank you, team. Thank you for your support. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. There you go. A bit longer than I thought. But that was my story in there, I expect. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking aliens. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird one, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's a new story as well. Yeah. I got it up on my thing then for a minute because I was like, when when was this published? Yeah. But it was actually published on June the 23rd. Okay. So uh, she's sick of men on earth. Oh, she's an actress, Abby Bella. And she oh, yeah. hopes to normalise interspecies dating. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already got that, haven't we? Well, I don't know. It's called bestiality, isn't it? Yeah, it's not a good thing, is it? I'm not fella with the um, doll that he had a relationship with as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was a mad one, wasn't he? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he was a bit mad, him. We need well, a contact, so let's get her on. The, let's get her on. Oh, she probably won't talk to us because we're fellas. Oh, I don't know. Well, she might do. I mean, I'm in Holland, so I'm an alien. Yeah, perhaps she can tell us why she doesn't like the human male species anymore. Yeah, that's a good idea. I might, I might, I might see if I can I find her on, on the internet. <laughs> We could we could do it. We could a bit like um, Louis Theroux had like a <laughs> you know, like he went around interviewing people and then he invited them all to his house and they all had Christmas dinner with him. <laughs> there, was, there was a guy that spoke to aliens. There was a porn star. There was there was they were all from different walks of life. Do you know what I mean? And then when you watch them integrating and talking to each other, that was the entertainment bit. Do you know what I mean? And Louis yeah, yeah. stepped back and let him get on with it. It was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that sounds a bit wacky, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, then, mate. All right, then. All right, yeah, it was good. I like that. Very good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, nice uh, Nice to have something positive. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's nice to know that there's people out there to help young bands, isn't there? And yeah. what's positive is there's so many youngsters coming through interested in rock music, which, you know, which is what's good to me. Because when you go to festivals, you know, Uriah Heap and people like that when they're on stage, as good as they are, they're in the seventies, so you need you need the young blood coming through, don't you? So it's nice. Yeah, yeah. 
that has been supported. Yeah. Okay. Ruby, excellent. Now we're rambling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a bad wedding speech. That's it. All right, then, mate. Take it easy and I'll uh, see you later. Yeah, have a good one. Ciao. Ciao.